0: By Bobby Enright. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright. Hope everybody had a fantastic Paddy's week. Um, we everybody's is probably reveling after a few days of, of relaxation and, and 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 socializing and just enjoying themselves and getting back to a bit of semi-normality around St. Patrick's Day. So it's great to see everybody is kind of fully back in action and fully back taking control of their their health and fitness and really looking after that and really thinking about their 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 health and fitness and and one thing that kind of came to mind and and kind of came up from a a few clients recently was i suppose we have to look at the importance of heart health and that's what i want to talk about on today's podcast so when i when i when i when i mention heart health i mean cardiovascular disease cvd it is one of the number one killers globally, according to the World Health Organization, it causes about up to 18 million deaths per year. Um and that's a, that's a, that's that's 32% of all deaths worldwide. So the majority of these deaths from from um heart problems and heart health is a s factors like high blood pressure, cholesterol, high cholesterol obesity. So somebody that's overweight, a diabetic can largely be prevented or managed through lifestyle changes. So some of the risks that are associated with, with heart disease you cannot change such as family history of heart health problems um however like when it comes to unhealthy uh lifestyle habits we can start to look at these and start to 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 look to help our situation and and, and really take our heart health into our own hands and really say okay how can we make a change to our lifestyle to improve our own heart health now we know the risks with with, 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 with um increased if we when we look at heart health we're going to increase to increase our risks of cvd um by likes of obesity if we're overweight if we've got high blood pressure if we've got high cholesterol if we've got diabetes if we're smoking if we're not physically active if there's high amounts of alcohol consumption and if we have a very very poor diet we are going to look at um problems down the road and definitely when it comes to heart health. So we have a few actions that we can take to really help ourselves in terms of the risks that are associated with cardiovascular disease. So when we look at our our actions that we can take, we can increase our daily activity, we can lose weight, we can improve our diet quality, we can quit smoking which will really help and we can improve our stress management. So all of these areas, if we take actions in each of these areas, we can really help our long-term health um, of our heart and really um, avoid any issues with CVD around uh, down the road in our life. So there's huge amount of evidence um, when it when you look at these areas that that suggest that if if we take control of our, our our actions through increasing daily activity, losing weight, improving quality diet, quit smoking, and improve stress management, we can really really help um, our body's ability to fight off any um, heart disease. So. What when we look at, um, we'll say, for instance, uh, in, in, uh, increase the cholesterol levels in our, in our, in our bloodstream, that's going to come a lot from um, a poor diet. Poor diet management is, is going to be a huge thing there. Um, you're going to have uh, plaque buildup in arteries, which is causing blood pressure to elevate, which is the key stages of, of cardiovascular disease. So when we have a, a buildup of plaque from, from, a, we'll say, a highly fat Processed diet that um over time there's going to be a plaque built up in the arteries and just think the arteries have blood flowing through them uh, the blood flows nice and easily through the arteries just think of a little drain the drain starts to get a little bit clogged what happens is a bit more pressure a bit more pressure to get blood through it and that builds up and builds up and builds up and then blood pressure goes up and up and up and you get elevated blood pressure which is the start of your CVD uh, development so one thing we have to look at when we talk about get moving to attack against heart disease is. Exercise it helps to lower blood pressure by by enabling your circulatory system to handle more blood. In addition to physical activity, reduces your risk of developing conditions such as diabetes through its positive effects on insulin. So it's really important. So whether it's taking the stairs instead of a lift or heading out for a walk to clear the head, or trying trying your hand at some some form of exercise, or aiming to be moving as part of your daily routine, get moving more will make such a difference because. You're going to increase your aerobic capacity. You're going to increase your body's uh, ability to to basically bring down blood pressure. So it's really, really important, and, and we need to start to really think about that, guys. In terms of what, if you've got issues with weight at the moment, you know that these are one of the risk areas when it comes to cardiovascular disease. So you know if you can lose weight, and, and one of the major things when we and we speak about this in the podcast all the time is literally just get moving more neat non-exercise thermogenesis just literally moving more will expend a bit more calories and that's one of the areas you can do it whether you be going out doing a daily walk and um, you go and doing a fitness class you go and doing some form of exercise you taking the longer route to work in terms of walking you take the stairs instead of lift just thinking all day what you're doing in terms of movement and and, and that will make a massive difference when it's accumulated over time to weight management so improve Improving and get moving is going to be one of your major actions when you look to um, fight cardiovascular disease and increasing your daily activity, guys, is number one there. And really think about that. If you have an issue of overweight, maybe you've got a a poor diet management, maybe you're, you're smoking, Uh, the first action I want you to take is to think about moving more within your daily life. And that's going to start off the journey of reducing uh, body uh, weight, body fat, and um, increasing your aerobic fitness. And that will all aid in lowering blood pressure. So Next thing we need to look at when we start to move more is improving body composition. There's the number one factor that helps to prevent nearly all serious health conditions is weight loss. So losing weight. Studies have shown up to to 30 to 50% of patients suffering from heart failure are obese and 30 to 40% are overweight. So when we look at heart failure, may in obese or overweight patients a shocking 10 years before individuals with a healthy BMI. So all these show us that people that are suffering from health failure are overweight and people that are and and and, and that's something that we can get control of obesity is a major cause of hypertension high blood pressure and accounts for about 65 to 75 percent of risk uh, uh, of the risk profile of higher blood pressure so when we look at somebody that's obese it's one of the major causes of driving your blood pressure up um, and research shows that if, if you're obese, losing five to. 10% of body weight can reduce your risk of hypertension by 65%. That is a staggering figure, guys. If we look at it, losing 5 to 10%, so we a you weigh 100 kilos, losing 10 kilos of body weight can reduce your risk of high blood pressure, hypertension, and we know when we speak about high blood pressure, it's the starting point of heart disease. Um, it can reduce your high blood pressure by 65%. And again, the most effective way to improve your body composition is by losing body fat. Which can be done through a combination of, of, of as we know of increased activity, nutritional changes, and a good sound resistance training program, weight training program. And this is what we need really need to look at. And this is not just uh, something that should be taken into account for somebody that's just, that just is obese. This is should be taken into account across all um categories of people, sizes and shapes, because when we look at it, um, it's so important when we look at body composition and reducing body fat, being healthier, being fitter, will reduce our risk of hypertension. It will, re, it, may, it, it will, it, our overall, um, health or overall well-being is improved massively so that's really important and we know improving body composition makes a massive massive difference um so that's a huge thing guys and that's something i really want you to think about if you're ever wondering about checking your blood pressure and seeing where it currently is the kind of gold standard for blood pressure is about 115 over 75 and so that's like a, a real gold standard that's the aim to get to but most people will sit within the 120s to 130s over 80 or 90s um, and and anything above that we would start to look at and say okay is there an area here where we can start to improve we look at body composition with health markers and we just see what needs to be done but improving body composition has a massive carryover to overall health and can really really improve um, uh, your overall well-being switching up your nutrition is the next thing and and while it's true that reduce remember reducing your calories energy balance is is the key to losing weight but if you're serious about improving your health and um, where the calories come from are really important we look at saturated and trans fats and they're found in like high dairy uh, high fat dairy and highly processed foods impair the body's ability to process cholesterol so we look at foods that are going to be uh, highly processed they're gonna have high dietary fat in them, coming from saturated and trans fats. Remember, trans fats is man-made. It's 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 basically to improve that that product's shelf life. Um, and you probably would have seen the studies of the 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 burgers, the McDonald's burgers, six months later, where they're absolutely perfect and there's no mold or anything on the burger. So poor cholesterol management is one of the main triggers of our osteo- main triggers of heart disease remember that plaque buildup in the um blood vessels and that's something that comes from a-, a diet that is high high in saturated and trans fats now there's nothing wrong with saturated fat in your diet but again it's in moderation and we're trying to avoid trans fats as much as possible because we know that trans fats are something that's inputted into food um, and it's inputted into highly processed foods and again Remember, if we're eating a highly processed foods that are high in saturated and trans fats, the body will you're impairing the body's ability to process cholesterol and then you're going to have poor cholesterol management and that's going to trigger that buildup of plaque. So replacing highly processed calorie dense foods with healthy fats, that's a key thing here, like nuts, avocados, oils, seeds, um, and getting high fiber intake. And I'm always harping on about this, getting your vegetables in, getting your fruits in and and, and making sure... That you're in a you're 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 priming your body for optimal health, and you're minimizing your intake of high, you're maximizing your intake of high quality proteins from single ingredient sources. Think eat from the land. That's what I want you to think. One ingredient foods, which will also keep your body metabolically healthy and strong. That's important because remember, you want to switch up your nutrition. You want to make sure you take a deeper, deeper dive into where your foods are coming from and what's the overall global profile of your foods are they one ingredients from the land foods that you can eat are you controlling your fat sources are they all coming from saturated and trans fat sources or are you getting that mono and polyunsaturated fat sources like i said there your nuts your avocados your oils your seeds uh, all very good sources of fat looking at the likes of your highly quality high quality protein sources single ingredient sources like your your steak your your salmon your healthy oily fish all good source of fat and protein and also getting in your vegetable intake, three to four servings per day, two servings of fruit per day, all will lead to a metabolically healthy and strong body. And that's so important, guys. And we know that's going to be a huge thing in terms of overall health overall body composition management uh once we improve what's coming in we are we're improving from the inside out and remember you are what you eat so you start to improve your diet the profile of what's coming in you suddenly see differences in body composition you see energy um differences you see sleep improving you see stress down regulate you see inflammation improving in the body you see digestive health improving in the body so all that will lead to a better better uh, system and will lead to a better uh, cardiovascular health so smoking is something that is is very widespread obviously and there and there is overwhelming evidence that that smoking significantly increases your heart disease and stroke risk smoking increases your risk of developing Um, high blood pressure by reducing the amount of HDLs, healthy cholesterols in your body. So there's LDLs, low density lipoproteins, and there's HDLs, healthy cholesterol. Remember, cholesterol isn't a negative thing. There is healthy cholesterol in our HDLs. So when we smoke, we can see that, um, that high blood pressure that smoking, um, we'll say, increases your risk of high blood pressure, which reduces the amount of HDLs, healthy cholesterols, in your body. The likelihood of low HDLs may increase by up to 80% in smokers compared to non-smokers. So HDL is a critical component in the body's clearing cholesterol effectively. So that's what HDL does, clears cholesterol effectively from your arteries. However, the benefits of quitting appear after even a short amount of time so there's no time like the present to start putting your health first, guys that's really important if you're struggling to quit um smoking talk to your doctor about developing a tailored program to suit your needs talk to some physician that's going to help you in terms of putting a plan in place to stop smoking we know that that smoking is going to um aid us in improving our health our lung health um improve um how many people have you seen through the years that have been smoking for years and years and years and they've developed lung cancer um we know as i say that by reducing when we have um when we when we're smoking we do have an increased risk of high blood pressure and then our hdls or healthy cholesterols, which help um our body clear cholesterol um gets impeded. Uh, so that's going to be a critical component in, 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 in our heart health. So it's really important that you understand that what smoking is actually doing to you and the negative effects will have you. On a, on a, on a performance side, it's absolutely huge from aerobic capacity, uh, lung capacity. It's going to have a very, very negative effect there. So you are going to be struggling big time with your aerobic fitness, which is not going to help to lower blood pressure at all. So the next thing we need to kind of move on to, and the last one here is going to be about stress. Stress 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 is the silent killer. Stress triggers a cascade of changes in the body designed to help you evade life-threatening situations. It's fight or flight. One of these changes is a rise in the body's stress hormone cortisol, which makes the body's fuel stores available for use. Um, So... What we need to look at here is the body also needs to stop producing insulin, a hormone designed to store fuel in muscle cells. This is highly effective effective survival mechanism under normal circumstances. This is absolutely fine. But when stress becomes chronic, it can increase your risk of diabetes, high blood pressure and cardiac events. So remember, if we're in a highly stressed state, our body's ability will be increased or or, or, or our is are increased when it comes to diabetes, high blood pressure and cardiac events this is really really important guys you take this seriously because when it comes to having high stress in the body now cortisol by any means is not a negative but at high high amounts in the body all the time remember it's going to have a huge negative effect we know it impedes digestion we know it starts to the body basically just think of stress as the body's ability to say right what right, what is needed in this exact moment and what is not needed digest, digest digestion can be down regulated your hunger hormone is upregulated your long vision is upregulated so you 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 suddenly can see in the distance a little bit farther it's more tunnel visioned because remember it's fight or flight you want to get out of there and we're going to see Um, negative effects when it comes to high blood pressure your blood pressure gets raised with high cortisol because your body gets think of it as an awakening you want to get out of there and then obviously cardiac risk is always in the background Um, but the good news is with stress exercise improves the body's ability to deal with stress that's the key thing research shows that people who exercise have a reduced physical response to stress with reduced blood pressure and heart Rate compared to those who do not exercise so taking an approach guys when it comes to exercise um so i would say to anybody that would be struggling with stress exercise physical exercise is your absolute best friend and that is the one that's really going to improve your overall health um it's important to recognize and understand what causes your stress and create and create strategies to deal with it as well because we need to look at it in terms of what is causing it even if we say right we're going to improve or we're going to move more we're going to quit smoking we're going to improve our nutrition we're going to manage stress by starting exercise we need to also look at the triggers of stress and, and and really pinpoint them and say okay we need to improve them you need like if it's your work environment if it's your home environment if it's lack of sleep that you have at night time that's causing this high stress you're just not recovering and you're always feel lethargic and tired you just need to analyze a little bit where the stresses are coming into your life and start to walk on them areas so the really um, important thing is you need to take on activities then around um, that are, that are going to combat stress, like aerobic fitness, like a, a a physical training program, a resistance training program, um, something like meditation, yoga, um, is a very very good mechanism for the body, for 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 really helping you to downregulate stress, and regular physical exercise, uh, a resistance training especially have also been shown to reduce um, reactions to stress. So really thinking about your overall day, what you're doing in terms of your fitness, you might be doing a a gym training session in the morning, you might come home in the evening, you might do a yoga class, you might do a bit of meditation, you might go for a little run, you're getting out natural light, You're, you're going for walks, you're really, really thinking about parasympathetic drive, stuff that's going to bring you into that more rest and digest state. Um, getting your sleep environment improved, looking at where you're sleeping, how dark it is, the temperature, um, the time you go to bed, blue light exposure from tablets and phones and all this kind of stuff. You're looking at all these areas that potentially could be causing you stress. And again, your diet could be causing you stress as well because it could be a highly inflam- in, 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 a, a inflammable diet where it's you're taking on... In, very high inflammation style foods that are not been broken down well in the gut. Again, we talked about that highly processed foods that are going to carry a lot of saturated and trans fats. So improving your diet is going to have a massive um, correlation to reducing stress as well within the body. So stress guys is a huge, huge factor. So when we look at our overall risks for heart disease, we've talked about obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, smoking, physical inactivity, alcohol, and poor diet all come into effect what can we do we can start to increase our daily activity by moving more we can lose weight by improving our body composition and setting a good sound plan in place there improve the uh, quality of our diet and the nutrients coming in and thinking about our fat sources and thinking about our highly um, complex protein sources and getting more fiber into our diet uh, as well quit smoking is going to be a massive massive help when it comes to cardiovascular disease and improving stress within our lives is in is the last thing that you should be looking at there and putting all these five points together and really thinking about what you're doing and what where you are currently in your life because if you are um, carrying a lot of weight if you feel that you're not aerobically fit you need to start to take control of your health and fitness. You need to start thinking, okay, cardiovascular disease is something potentially down the road that could cause a problem and could could even lead to death later in your life. Remember what I said at the start, 18 million deaths each year, 32% of all deaths worldwide are coming from cardiovascular disease so it's really important guys that we start to look at our own health our own body composition our own life our own stressors in life our diet and we start to take it a little bit more serious because again we all live in the now and we think it's great we all will be fine it'll be fine but the problem is later down the road we start to develop um these symptoms like high blood pressure build up of plaque in our arteries and suddenly we see um cvd developing over time and, and that's something that is, is, is it can be combated and we can get after it we just need to start to take a step back and say right what can we do to improve our longevity on this earth and that's really important we take um really take steps towards improving our heart health so hopefully that was helpful guys and hopefully it's something that you can look at your own body composition your own health at the moment and looking maybe at your blood pressure um looking at your weight seeing where you are looking at your are you doing a resistance training program of some some sort in the week are you doing some aerobic fitness are you how's your diet what's it look like what's the blueprint of your diet look like what are where are the food's coming from are you smoking is that something you need to pull yes you yeah, absolutely you do need to take out of your life and, and put it away you do not need it so let, let's make that a goal if you are a smoker and you're listening to this podcast that's what i want you to try to work on guys that's one, what, what i want you to make the number one goal for yourself in this next six months of this year is to give up smoking and you will thank me for that by taking that initiative and saying do you know what this is not improving my health this is decreasing my health as i age and that's really important that we we really take hold and grasp our health and fitness and take control of it again guys hope everybody's well and hope everybody has has had a great week um so far and again any questions you have related to this topic or anything at all when it comes to anything nutrition or training wise please reach out guys you'll find us on social media platforms all in the show notes and again i would really appreciate if you would uh, share even a screenshot of the podcast on your social media platforms just tag me. And I would really appreciate that just to grow the channel a little bit more and grow the podcast and get the voice out to more people. Hopefully you're having a fantastic week. Hopefully you're in control of what you're doing. Remember, what can you control in a day? Your actions, your behaviors and live in the moment. What what can you do in the next three seconds to improve um your decision making and your process of just getting results. So hopefully everybody's having a fantastic week, guys. Absolutely smashing it. And again, I look forward to talking to you next week on another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Inright.